are the leaders that we are waiting for. So we might think that there's this little group of people out there that are taking care of these 2030 goals. And I'm here to tell you <laughs> that there isn't, that there's decision makers that have um, decided and set policy into motion, but for it to actually hit and land on the ground for change to happen, we all have to grab into it and onto it and make it happen. That's how it works. Welcome, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the How For Her Human Expansion Realized podcast. These podcasts are the creative artistry inspired by our weekly Gather For Her conversations that take place in real time. They are the culmination of co-created and harvested wisdom that is palpable during these gatherings around our virtual fire. Our hope is that in a practice of deep listening with us here, you will feel our hands at your back in the journey of realizing your own personal expansion, leaving each listening experience with a spark that ignites your how. In this episode, our hosts are talking to Tina Overbury, story tracker, writer, and creator of her own one-woman show, Oh My God. We'll be talking about leading beyond belief, what even is beyond our belief, and how she walks in the world. All right. Um, I am, yeah, I'm, I'm Tina O, oh, and I come to you today from Nechwelequam on the traditional unceded and ancestral lands of the Squamish people. And it's an honor to be in the story of all of us today. I am, as I'm listening, and uh, and on the story. So I welcome wherever you want to go, Shar. Where do we want to go today? And welcome everybody to gather for her season three. Can I just be like woohoo, a little bit woohoo, and not so mysterious for a sec? Where's this? Oh. <laughs> awesome. Well, I am going to gently kick us off as. Um, most of you know, I believe our theme for 2021 is leading beyond belief. So I'm, I'd like to invite Tina to open the conversation and for you know anyone to join in about what does leading beyond belief mean to you right here, right now? And, and why is it important to you? It's a great question. And when, when it was presented in um, late December, um, you know, I, I did my thing that I think we all do, which is the intention for 2021 or the goal or whatever the thing that we've ever kind of always do around that time. And I set this intention and then and then I looked at the intention. I went, well, that's not beyond belief. And I was like, oh, what does that even mean? Right. Um, and then I took it forward and I want to and what was interesting was I could feel my programming want to just make a big lofty goal, right? And that's not beyond belief. Beyond belief isn't about, well, it's so big, I can't get there. It's actually like, it's to me as a story coach and tracker and my devotion to the mystery of knowing our story, it's beyond belief, which means it's just out of my seeing. It's just out of my full hearing it's like the whisper of of what's there for me if i'm willing to just like how much more can i surrender how much more can i trust so my lead beyond belief goal or lead beyond belief intention my belief my lead beyond belief hearing is um 
to uh, at the end of 2021, I will be a guest on CBC Radio One speaking about my one woman show. Oh my God, because this is the beyond belief part because it's set in Ireland and someone in Ireland says her that show that's going to help us heal here in Ireland. And I want your show on our shores. I love, I love the clarity and the specificity. Oh my gosh. And, and that the fact that I can see you in, in, I can actually see you as I know you in Ireland. And so it just, I, I, you know, I can feel it. Um, Christina, I'm just going to invite you to jump right in. I, I wrote in the chat um, when T was talking, it's, it's, it's in the periphery. It's, it's, it's there, but you know, what is, any thoughts around leading beyond belief? You you did a lot of contemplation over the holidays. I know you did. <laughs> well, and it it's it's interesting because there's a couple things that um, that stood out for me. One of them is sometimes leading beyond belief, like what Tina just described, um, that is beyond belief for her is actually easy, not easy, but it's it's actually we can see that. Right? It's like, well, yeah, we can see that for you, right? And, and I think that it's actually really important to surround yourself with a collection of people that when you're leading beyond belief is, is outside of, um, it's on the edges of, of what you can see, that actually others can see it for you, right? And that's, that's kind of, that's braid work. It's, um, but it's also, it's fire circle work, right? I can see that for you. And, and so that's, that's fire speak because it feels beyond belief. The, the other thing that I think was really interesting that, that struck me, and here's where I went, and that is the idea of making, um, sometimes making our um, beyond belief uh, an, an audacious goal and um, when sometimes leading beyond belief is actually a way of being, right? It's a way of walking and being in, in the world that comes back to what you always talk about, Tina, and that is holding the mystery of what we cannot see. And, and that's... Um, that. That's the way I actually see you walking, walking in the world. I see your way of being is you walk in mystery and you model, you model it. And that's, um, that's not a, it's not an easy space to, to hold, right? Because we, um, it's both living in the polarity of tangible and intangibles. So I actually want to hear a bit more about that from you about leading beyond belief as a way of being in the tangibles and the intangible. Thank you. That, um, thank you for that question. And you know, I, I um, being a part of powerhouse and um, like my, having my life be centered in the house and walking next to and with indigenous women has greatly supported kind of an inner knowing that I, that I didn't know that I had. And it's like you said, when you're around people that are a little bit more comfortable or a lot more comfortable 
uh, walking in the mystery, that would be my language, might be different for you, but like tr trusting what is the steps that are actually stepping you versus you stepping the steps and, and that muscle of, um, and it is a muscle, like it's a practice. <laughs> It's a practice to to be embodied in in self and also embodied in the world at the same time. And I tend to I tend to think of three time zones um, of mystery. Like like okay, like honestly, I, I get really really tired and just like forgive me. I'm gonna just speak like five little fire speak. I get really like ugh, exhausted with woo woo talk, and I'm woo. Like let's be real, I am super woo but I get really tired and a little bit ugh, when, when we wanna escape these three time zones, when we actually just wanna live in one. I just wanna hover above the planet in this spirit place and I don't want my feet on the ground. Or I just want my feet on the ground and I don't want any spirit place. Or I don't want the middle zone where I'm in co-creation between the two. And I just wanna choose one. It's like, mm. Uh, it's like if we're up here we can't affect change down here and if we're down here we're not connected and so i try to live between the two and um and and connect the two and for me the easiest way to get there because i'm an artist and and i actually think we're all artists we all have it in us it just expresses our it, it comes through us in different ways but i think this is the age of the artist and artists bring art into a tangible world. So their very muscle of living is that mid zone between the two. So as a practice for anyone listening, that's where I would go. I would say, connect to the artist of who you are. It's probably your easiest way to get there. Can I ask one more question? Yeah. Tell us how you get there. Tell us how you personally oh, wow. get there. <laughs> cool. um, you know, it's a, that's a, even that, okay, well, I can tell you how I get there and then I'll tell you what I have to do to stay there. How about that? Um, so to get there, it, it for me, it, it, um, it goes back to a feeling, like it's like noticing in your body or in your memory when you had what I call emergent time, which for most of us is a child. We're children and no one's pointed us, no, no one has said to us, you rock at that whatever that thing is, like for me, I have this visual of like literally skipping down the street on Fraser Street, but somewhere between 49th and 53rd, somewhere in there, I don't know why, I have this like vivid memory of like the timelessness of skipping. And then I have another vision of dancing down my little front steps when I was probably like 11 years old. And th those places are emergent play, which means we're, we're in that middle zone. No one is no one saying you rock at this, which means I'm not aware of, of an audience. I'm actually just in the space of, of being and it's expressive. Um, and then the next place I go be, in my practice of artistry is is the practice of feeling like that while I am writing or feeling like that while I'm in my legs and speaking or feeling like that while I in my voice, like can I feel that girl in my voice? And so it's like my anchor point is that emergent place. And then the, my my daily practice, um, and this comes from Nicole Natris, who speaks about creative alchemy, is that 
that you have not, you don't have to, I don't even like that word, have to, shoulds, whatever. But I know for my instrument that there's a, you can create a care of your artist. Like what does your artist need? So like, what does my artist need to live in that emergent place? I need to sleep. I need a gentle morning. It slow morning. I need, I need a beautiful bed. <laughs> I need certain scents. Like these, these are, like these are just my, you know, it's actually about home for me. That's what I need. And so that would be my question for all of us. Like, what, what do you need to feel safe in that emergent place and cared for, so that your soulful, which is a vulnerable place to live your openness can like, how much more open can I be and still take care of myself? Definitely. <clears throat> uh, for, um, the, leading beyond belief for me is having faith to move forward um, into the unknown, like you say, so into the mystery. Um, and being out of our heads and, and being out of my head and in my heart and um, yeah, and definitely getting that feeling and, and working with that feeling is how, is how to, to get there and, and how to stay there. Um, yeah, I had a question, but I, I, have, I have to work on it. So I'll, I'll be back with the question. Awesome. Thanks, Sharon. I'm okay. So we've kind of gone over starting to unwrap this concept, just starting. And, and I'm hoping it's, it looks like, you know, folks are really thinking about, you know, what, what does this involve, you know, for each of us? I want to, I want to ground it. I, I want to ground it. And I love what T said about, you know, we walk into worlds, you know, we are, we are spiritual beings and we are practical <laughs> on the ground change makers in a very physical world. And the gift is being able to walk in those two worlds. So I'm going to ground it with some real effective, practical um, sharness for a moment. Um, I was listening to a podcast over the holidays. Um, I really enjoy one of the things that feeds my spirit is movement and listening. Um, if I'm going to listen to something, it's likely going to be um, a podcast almost over music. And uh, the gentleman in this podcast, interestingly enough, couldn't be more different than me. Couldn't be more different, you know. Yeah, gentleman, U.S., former uh, Navy, uh, Navy SEAL, Special Forces, top of the top, trainer of trainers. But what he had to say, what he had to say, I, I really enjoyed listening to. And it was about all of our of all of our attributes that make us the leaders we're here to be. They're attributes that we're born with. They're attributes that we all have. They're not skills we learn. They're attributes that we tease out of ourselves and those around us tease out of us they are attributes within us and from over 20 years of research and and listening and 
and diving into this topic, what he has learned and what his message is, is how important, how these attributes actually only come to the surface <laughs> under fire. Well, and, and Tina, the woo-woo. So, you know, you talk about the woo-woo, but it's important, you know. The woo-woo is not so woo-woo. It's a, it's a part of how we are going to move forward. And so, you know, it, it is also the beautiful jewels in the bag. And so how do we, how do we lead beyond belief bringing that into our everyday existence so that it's not this, this um, uh, flaky um, uh, idea, this flaky thought that somebody has or this flaky way of being okay. because flaky is the word, right? Like I love it. You know what I just thought of? I've never thought of this before. Um, so Zoe, just so you know, we're going to like hashtag this. So just because Zoe's listening, social media powerhouse, we're going to go from woo to wow. <laughs> from the, the woo to wow. And so, um, so where I would go with that is, is, you know, on in any given decision we make, in any given step we take, we can ask ourselves, am I integrated here? Is there spirit here? Is there earth here? Is there co-creation here? And to know, and to know that I'm not suggesting that we're all going to have we're all going to have the same mix or need to need to lean into the same place. Some some of us who like to float are probably going to want to like pull in some earth. Some of us who like to land are probably going to have to pull it, pull in some spirit, right? Some of us who like to separate are going to have to pull in some mix. And and to, as well, um, I'm not suggesting that we're all we're all going to be the same because we come into the world with gifting or what I would call in your core story, we come into the world with a core medicine that we give the world plus a core vulnerability or poison that will like, like our kryptonite that'll take us out. But once, when we know what our medicine is, we're like, okay, like some of us might have more medicine in the wow camp, <laughs> right? And so great. If that's where your medicine is and you're on the planet to deliver that medicine, deliver that medicine with your feet firmly planted, but you might be 70% more wow, right? Some of us deliver more earth and that's our medicine. And it's like getting to know what that is, but really asking, am I integrated? Am I integrated? What time zone am I in right now? You know, and learning that in other people. And bringing those thoughts into the mainstream so that it's not such a, you know, such a, an odd thing to be bringing spiritual, uh, talks into your practice or spiritual thoughts into practice oh my because gosh that's the way of, that's the way of um indigenous uh, uh being is working through our, our spirituality imagine when someone you meet this week that you think is like way like way out in left field whatever that is like they walk in and they go i'm an alien right let's say that let's go like way out which by the way i don't think is so weird but imagine if someone walks in and goes, blah, 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 I'm an alien from planet, blah, blah, blah. And instead of going, well, that's so woo, we go, wow, where did that come from for you? And how, how is that, how is that taking you somewhere? Tell, tell me about that. Like, can we strip away our stories about what we're hearing and just what's underneath the story? You know, like from woo to wow, I dig that. I think that's fun. Wow, wow. 
Can I tell a really silly story? It's kind of about the same thing. Okay. I was talking to someone the other day and, and she and her husband, when they were first together, and they, you know, they're past the they're past the courtship stage and, and they're starting to fart around each other. Okay. And so they noticed that they used to go, oh, that's so stinky. Right. And then they're like, after a while, like, oh wow, that you really ripped one. Um, it started to feel negative. And so what they did was they went, every time one of them would fart, they would go, wow, that's a good one. Whoo, you must have been eating some whatever, whatever. And I'm being really playful here because like it, it's go from woo to wow is just, it's just a shift. It's perspective, right? It's total perspective. It's how you, how you handle that is totally how you're going to experience it. You know, like good or bad, you're ugly. <laughs> Not funny, it cracks me up. Uh, it's oh, kind of a deal breaker on well, the first date, isn't here's it? For, <laughs> here's for first times. Okay, Christina, save us. <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's okay on a first date, and after a while, yeah, just not saying wow, just, just the wow factor is. <laughs> See, communication is a sacred practice, which doesn't mean it has to be deep. It just means, you, am I connecting with you? Are you with me? Like, good fart jokes. Here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh, OTD, oh, you're so funny. <laughs> You thought you'd dig it into the practical, hey? <laughs> Dug a little too far with that one. Okay, I'm gonna pull us back around. I'm gonna pull us back around. Here we go. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna set the context because I do want to dive into uh, fifty first nights. I I, I want to dive into what you're up to right now in 2021 and what that looks like and and the intention behind it and. Um, my context is this, uh, for myself, I, um, I, I live with an innate um, sense of urgency and responsibility. That's just, that's just who I am. That's just where, you know, where it comes from. And over the Christmas holidays, I, I sent um, the braid a, a sketch out, right? That basically shows that um, we have, you know, nine years, 27 quarters, um, if we are to do a rhythm of kind of three quarters a year with some breathing space. So think of it as three seasons of gather or three phases within a year where you have Christmas and summer kind of woven in. Um, we have 27 seasons before 2030. And we have some pretty ambitious goals as um, as a as a nation, as a as a world. We have some pretty as a group of united nations. We have some very ambitious goals. And here's what I know from being in local government for a short spread of time: we we are the leaders that we are waiting for. So we might think that there's this little group of people out there <laughs> that are taking care of these 2030 goals. And I'm here to tell you <laughs> that there isn't. 
that there's decision makers that have um, decided and set policy into motion, but for it to actually hit and land on the ground for change to happen, we all have to grab into it and onto it and make it happen. That's how it works. And uh, and so I, I set that context because it was a real wake up call or a reawakening for me that was like, okay, I have 27 quarters to make the changes that I want to make with the people that I walk with and and uh, create with by 2030. Like that's that's a little bit of a, a wake up call. So T, I, I set that context because I know you're up to some pretty incredible stuff this year. And I, I just wanted to open that conversation up. Mm-hmm. I'm just um, choosing where this, which path to go with this. Um, I think the first thing I want to name is the acknowledgement of the UN 2030. And as well to acknowledge, uh, again, where I think this is the age of the artist. In the age of the artist, it also means the dismantling of the dominance model. And the dominance model looks like, oh, the UN's got this. Oh, I know, the UN's got these goals. Good, somebody's got it, awesome which, you know, I'm not painting the UN as bad, but one of the, by- at all, like at all, but one of the byproducts of saying somebody else has got it is this, this dominance relationship, right? Not dominance bad, but that there, there is a dominant whatever that's got this. And, um, and as we, like you said, we're, we are the leaders we're waiting for we're part of we're part of we're part of that if we choose to be and frankly i would even suggest we're part of that whether we choose it or not whether we get there into whether you know the 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 initiatives and and the focus for women in 2030 and indigenous peoples whether we hit those intentions for 2030 or not we're a part of it so um, so I think my part in it right now, that really surprised me. A lot of you know that I was on a path of ministry last year and it was like, it seemed like the logical, not just logical, but well, logical place for the mystery to live and to be of service and to reach and to do what I do and give my medicine to the world. And very quickly, thankfully quickly, although it was horrific, horror is too strong. It was really painful. It was very, 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 it's still painful. Um, What didn't work about it was that it lived in one box. It lived in in one story, which doesn't make the story wrong, doesn't make the story inaccurate, doesn't make the story, like, but it lived in the Christian box. And as I continued to, to devote myself, like a, a ministry of mystery, it became very clear that my part in it is in the allness of the stories. And my part in it is in listening to the stories from which we come. And in doing that, it's go- it, it might be painful to go, wow, you mean there isn't 
there isn't just one story or there isn't just three. Like I think of the Islamic story, I think of the Buddhist story and I think of the Christian story. It's like, you know what? There's even more than that. And then there's the and there's the indigenous story and it's not just North American indigenous story. Oh, you mean there's more than one indigenous story? Yep. Yeah, there is. There are first people's stories all over the world. And so um, leading beyond belief is, I think, a piece for me anyway, and my 50 nights, I'll explain in a sec, is um, saying yes, or what I call shaking hands with God, or shaking hands with mystery, or shaking hands with creator or her, and saying, I accept this assignment that I didn't know that you planted inside of me, or that was planted inside of me by however it got there. And I think my first assignment to, to be part of the sharing of the multiple creation stories and the, the freaking gorgeousness of that <laughs> is um, taking on some of the pain um, done in the boxes that we've been in. And my show, Oh My God, um, which is in development right now, I'm just about to write my third draft, the one that it takes place in Ireland, um, directly addresses the um, the small toxic boxes that women have been in and creates a safe container for outrage on outrage while loved. And again, there's the mix. Like I think I think sometimes we just want to be really angry because we are. And sometimes we just want to like just soothe because that's what we need. But where is the space where the, the actual mix and complexity of all of us can happen? And so, oh, my God, um, brings in different mythological goddesses, which I would also call witches, um, and, and gives them monologues in my show. And there's an eight-year-old little girl who is, wonders if she's a witch, but she's just playing, right? And then her mother dies, and she loses that female mentor in her life and she doesn't know that she's actually protected by these goddesses from again different walks of faith stories and then i'm not going to tell you the ending but i've got this i think stephen colbert might make an appearance just saying <laughs> so um so i think my first piece is is allowing a safe container to to point at some of the damage done around holding a container in the name of God. Like the containers we hold in the name of God. Where's the mix in that? So, um, and not so much holding the container, but the damage we have done to preserve the container is um, is my first step. And uh, and then the, the longer, the bigger step is my book, which comes out after that which is taking a look at 12 creation stories and how they, it was so beautiful that you said the corners of the world because the Hopi creation story brings in the four directions. And as I started to, to really play and discover about these, look into these four directions, I went, whoa, I thought of four directions like this. But then I did this and went, oh my gosh, there are 12 stone circles. <laughs> around this quad rather than this quad. And it was like 12 stone circles, 12 creation stories, 
<laughs> so, um, so that my book is, is the conversation of the mystery of our unknowing and underneath our unknowing are indigenous stories that know. Like imagine if I just said that, guess what gang? Underneath all of our unknown are indigenous stories that know. <laughs> but no one indigenous story is more important than the other. Now what? That's myth. That's mixed. So that's my that's my work. And then my 50 nights is a way to get to know the complexity of my voice. It's 50 mini stories that I send out via email. And um, it's really a way to introduce people to my complexities. So they don't go, I don't get her. You're like, yeah, you're not supposed to. But can you hear me? So that's yeah. Thanks for that question, Shar. Does that does that support? I was with you um, with some of your writing, and um, um, yeah. So you talk about um, um, like I like divinely guided. Um, I know that uh, when you started uh, your oh my god, um, that it, it wasn't anything as what you have now. And so um, to me, that's really um, an, a very good example of leading beyond belief. Because you, 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 I've heard you say many times, oh my God, like, <laughs> where am I going with this? Like, <laughs> you know, how did I get here? But you just kept following and, and, and uh, digging in. And, and so I'm, I'm really excited for you and for um, the story uh, for the, the one woman show and for your book. I want to swing into um, bringing it back to all of us. And as we know, next week, we're going to be diving into with, with the audience, we're going to be diving into a conversation, a wisdom circle about um, what is leading beyond belief. Look, how is that looking and feeling in your life for 2021? And, and what can we do to support you in that? Um, T, I'm wondering if, if leading beyond belief was, um, was a spice that we were cooking with and we had everything bubbling on the stove. Some things were simmering, some things were boiling over, other things were just coming to a boil. And, and we wanted to add a little bit of this leading beyond belief spice to the mix. What might some wisdom be from you or through you this morning that you'd have us consider to add more of that spice to the experience of our lives in 2021? As you were talking, I kept hearing clove, clove, clove. Don't know why. So clove, clove, clove. Um, the other thing that happened as you were talking is I grabbed my stone. Um, and so I think um, what I would wanna offer in this place is, I think the first thing I wanna name is if you're unpracticed in, in being in the world, wordless place, you're unpracticed in trusting mystery, um, to know that we all start somewhere and it, it can feel like a barren, desert, empty landscape. I'm someone who is practicing to be a swimmer. And Shar has pointed to me that swimming for me is like what Zephyr 
is for her. It's actually a practice of being in, I would say for me anyway, being in my, what, what I'm afraid of. And somehow the water embodies that fear. Mystery in that place feels hard for me, but mystery on the earth does not. And so I, what I want to encourage you to do as you spice it up and bring more mystery in your life is find something that grounds you, that keeps you on the planet so that you can go as high up or whatever, as, as released as you, as you are, feel safe to go. But always stay grounded because when you're grounded in the earth, the earth has you. The earth has you. Um, and the other piece, the intellectual piece I'm going to say is around the word belief. When I really got it, it was about beyond my beliefs. Beyond my beliefs is the divine knowing that I don't know yet. And, uh, and find, your, find your tribe. Find your tribe of people that are the hands at your back. And sometimes you need very deliberate hands. And that's very deliberate. Like, I need you right now. And other times they don't need to be deliberate. They're just there. But find where those hands are. And if you, if you haven't found it yet, I promise they're there. And it might come from the practice of this vulnerability and being with people that you're like, how much more did I let go of? How much more did I let myself be seen? And um, trust that your medicine is yours for you and to give people. And you'll find it in the mystery. So great. I'm, I'm going to wrap up and, and then uh, check in with all of you for a close. But I, I'd like to wrap up with um, letting all of you know um, my recommitment and our recommitment to supporting brave leaders on this path to leading beyond belief. And um, that reflects back to knowing that we have 27 seasons until 2030. And I, I want to let you know if you haven't uh, experienced it yet, we actually have a spot right on the homepage of our website where you can uh, express your commitment to us and we will hear it and hold it for you. Um, what is your 2021 Lead Beyond Belief intention? Does anybody know that beyond you? And, and who's holding that for you? And then as you start to literally move into that in the world and you're looking for a group to deliberately weave into, um, we have booked in and scheduled our master classes for the next three months for this quarter as a way for you to start to breathe some energy and, and oxygen into that, that belief. And uh, we'd like to invite you to be part of the classes that we offer to um, to really explore bringing it into life and um, yeah I think that's I think the way that we are walking into worlds is making sure there's a clear path from gather to the master classes to a 90-day co cohort if you're actually ready to start taking some steps and you don't want to do it by yourself you want to feel that energy of a pack behind you. And uh, and the last thing that I will say is um, 
We're grateful for all of our guests who have joined us up to this point. We'll be asking them for their 2021 Lead Beyond Belief. I think it's very important to bring that story and that energy forward with us. We're bringing the story, as Tina would say, of all of us from the very beginning of Gather For Her to today, to what does this mean to me? Tell us through the website. Tell us next week in our wisdom circle. And then how does the story want to unfold as we're brave enough to walk as it starts to unfold in front of us? So just check in with each of my co-hosts. I'll sign off for now with gratitude. Thank you for being, being here with us. Thank you, Tina, for the journey that you've taken us all on. And it's so rich and beautiful and, and, and deep. And I want to um, say one final word about leading beyond belief. And that is, as, as you, as an audience member, think about your intention in terms of leading beyond belief, put those self-directed weapons down. Yeah, and, and, and get grounded. Get grounded. Um, that could be as simple as spending time in nature, going for a walk, spend time with yourself. Mm. Help get you there. Thank you, Tina, for a, a wonderful, wonderful session. Mm. Thank you. Thank you all uh, for listening. Um, listening is also a way to stay grounded. So thank you for listening to me. Thank you to listening to each other and thank you for listening to the bigness outside of all of us. As always, we are so grateful for your deep listening with us. We want you to know that there is a community here that you may not know about yet. We gather virtually every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific time for these live conversations, and we call it Gather for Her. This is the place where we begin to weave our individuality together to remove silos and place our hands at each other's backs for activated, intentional action towards a world we all want for 2030, where we prepare for a better world. When you're ready, we're here. Find us at powerhouse.com and get social with us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. If it feels right, you can support this inspired wisdom through Patreon at patreon.com powerhouse. Until next time, keep listening and know we're always here, ready to gather with you.